are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting, screenwriters, and of course, the television and film business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and I'd like to recap, because in one or two or one or more of my episodes, I have recommended that film school is not great. Now, I also came across the question, not just personally, I also came across the same question online. I had a few people ask, is going to film school worth it? And I also had come across a YouTuber who also touched on the subject. Now, this YouTuber, I've had a uh, meet and greet with this fella, had a small chat, asked for his recommendations, his help on progressing my career in screenwriting. He did recommend a couple of resources or so, and I took up on, took him up on the advice. But here's the thing. This guy is so, should I say, influential with YouTube. Now, he's not with his, without his critics. He is also not just well-spoken, very intellect, very insightful in the area of film. He does criticize film, but he also proposes solutions. Not like the other critics who simply criticize the film, but offer no workable solutions. So, for example... When a critic says something is unrealistic, I know I keep bringing this up, but when a critic says something is unrealistic or not believable, they're not telling you why. They ain't telling you why. They're just expecting you to accept their criticism at face value. And when challenged or when they're asked to their face what they mean or why they said something like that, the popular excuse is, oh, I'm just giving you my opinion or my right to free speech. It's my free speech. Or I'm just helping you. No, they ain't. Critics are only there to bring you down in the film industry. Which is why it's very important that you yourself build the uh, habit or get into the habit of believing in your characters and in your story. Now, by doing this, you will, quite frankly, make better quality films. Not like the film school I went to.
because the film school I went to, now at that time, I thought I was doing myself a favor by going to a film school like this. Now that film school is the New York Film Academy. Now, I believe this film school is trash. The professors, the crew, they're very opinionated, amongst other things. Now, if you go back onto my previous episodes, where I also brought up the problem of professors or instructors not challenging the students, leading to more mediocre filmmaking, more predictable filmmaking, which is one of the areas that I will agree with the critics on. I am not shunning the critics entirely, but let's face it, quality criticism needs to be identified and acknowledged. Likewise, bad criticism or undeserved criticism needs to be called out. And I do believe part of this comes from when a critic nonchalantly or amateurly uses the word unrealistic, not believable, or illogical. Maybe all in the same sentence, or maybe in the criticism that they're giving, in the most brutal criticism possible. But this is something that I feel you should embark on the journey of filmmaking yourself. Unless the film school has something unique to offer you. Now, one of the things that I did recommend is choosing a film school that not just challenges you on your ideas, but also teaches you how to work well with actors, getting you into the mind of the actors. Now, I will admit there are a few things that I did learn by going to film school, this trashy film school, and that is the New York Film Academy. Now, I am doing some research, not just research, but what I am doing is finding out if there's anyone out there, any student or any alum that is dissatisfied with the school, has had bitter experiences like like myself. And lo and behold, there are quite a few out there, especially on Reddit. Now, my experience, this is my entire experience. I'll start with 
giving presentations, what annoyed me the most was that every two or three sentences, I was interrupted with questions to answers that are in my presentation. Even the professor chimed in. Now, I feel this is disrespectful of anybody to interrupt a presenter to try and not allow them to continue. Even though you have mentioned from the beginning that they should let you finish. But they ignored that anyway. So, I will continue with the list because I have basically spent some time introducing the topic, but I will continue with the list right after the break. So, stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Whales Productions. Show them you. Welcome back. Now, I started by listing my experience studying at the New York Film Academy in the Los Angeles campus. And the first thing I did mention is disrespectful behavior when it came to me presenting my project, me presenting my thesis. Now, there were times when I was allowed to continue on until the end, but the majority of the time when I was presenting, I was interrupted. Very disrespectful to start off with, and it's very inconsiderate, even of the professor to do this. Very unprofessional behavior. That's one of the reasons why I will not recommend that you learn your filmmaking craft at the New York Film Academy. The second thing that annoyed me the most is the fact that staff are sometimes condescending and sometimes demanding and, of course, very opinionated. Now, I'll give you examples for all three of those. When it comes to demanding, if they have made a mistake, they will demand that the student come to the premises right then and there to fix it. So, for example, for my thesis film, I rented out some equipment. Now, after I rented it out, I got a call from the tech, tech, the equipment team requesting that I come back and and returning to return the equipment 
because I hadn't signed a piece of paper, which was quite honestly their mistake, but they were demanding, or rather, I had a fella contact me from the same equipment department demanding that I come back with the equipment, like right then and there. Again, very disrespectful, considering that students pay close to 100K dollars in US money to go there. Now, condescendation is another because I was treated so badly that I was not allowed to even, I was not even given an opportunity to gain hands-on experience as a DP. Now, if you don't know what a DP is, it's Director of Photography. That's initials for Director of Photography. Now, I was passed over for someone else. Even as part of the crew, even when the professor says, hey, everyone gets a chance at every role, even then, that was overridden by the students and no real punishment. That's the thing. That's one crime. But also, when... Now, I also had problems when if, if something did, did go wrong or if something, if there was a mistake, they'd, they'd, they'd try to talk to you about it, but they'd go so far as making you feel guilty about what you did. Now, that is also unprofessional behavior, which makes me wonder why the hell did I go there? Why the hell did I manage to pay close to 100K to get myself educated by these greedy mother effers? Now, The uh, third thing that annoyed me the most is the fact that I found a lot of them to be very opinionated. For example, that time, because when I was going to film school, at that time, there was this camera. It's called the Canon 5D Mark III. Every aspiring filmmaker was seeking after this. Now, I have also been watching videos on YouTube where it was heavily praised. This is the 5D Mark III. Not just for its picture quality, but for its video quality, video image quality, moving image quality. And 
students have this notion that you have to be using a particular piece of equipment in order to make a great film. Now, I like to compare that to someone saying, hey, you have to have a very expensive kitchen or the greatest kitchen appliances in the world to make delicious food. But we all know that it's the cook and the chef that decide this. Likewise, it's the filmmaker in you and the storyteller in you that decides on the quality of your film. Now, this is where NIFA and most film schools fail at. They fail at challenging the students to bring out quality film to raise their game. This is what they are failing at. What I might also bring in, bring about is, you know, when, uh, when it comes to you getting ready for the job market, they don't tell you nothing. They, they'll, they'll tell you all the stuff about, you know, you know what's, uh, how it's tough in the industry and all that, but they won't really give you solutions on how to get in. Workable solutions is what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can send out query letters and all that, but this is one area that I will fault them on. One other area that I will fault them on. Now, also, what I will also fault them on is, you know, their process of, you know, when a student wants to get their film green lit, and what, what does that mean? That this student is given the A-OK to make a film, and th there's this various departments have to sign off on it. I had no problems with most of the departments, except when it came to, to the producing instructor. I always had a problem with that. And it's always came to the insurance side of things. Now, insurance, specifically for film and TV, films, is very expensive. You also have to deal with workman's comp. Now, this is where they put roadblocks on it, not letting you make your film until the producer or the producing professor, your producing in instructor, signs off on it. You can't make your film. Now, what I don't like about the process is that you need all these various departments to sign off on, on something. What I will ask 
or what I will say, that it needs to be simplified. But it's not. It's always too complicated. It's bureaucratic, to say the least. So because of all this, I would say, at all costs, stay away from the New York Film Academy. Now, any campus you go to, whether you're in Australia, London, Dubai, wherever, the NIFA has a campus, I would say skip it. I would say avoid at all costs. What I would say is either find yourself a school that will teach you valuable lessons and allow you to produce quality films or will challenge you, to say the least, to produce quality films. That's something that... That's, now, I will give you one or two examples, maybe just one. If you've known about George Lucas, the filmmaker that got us Star Wars, look at where he is now. Same thing goes for Peter Jackson. Got early into filmmaking at the age of eight when his mom's friend got him an eight millimeter film camera which he has used to make films with friends and family members to be in it. That's how he built his craft. That's how he built his filmmaking craft. So you shouldn't be needing film schools for this. And the uh, YouTuber that I'm talking about, the one that I talk to personally, and the one that I would highly back, Tyler Mowry. Look him up on YouTube. So that's Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, Mowry, which is spelt M-O-W-E-R-Y. So Tyler Mowry. Look him up. He's got some great advice and the films that he does criticize, some of them he does come up with the how to fix type videos, which are really inspiring, very, very insightful, very, you know, commendable. And what he does is he actually educated himself by reading books. Now, my approach will be a practical one, is just by going out and learning your craft by improving, or improving on your craft rather, by making films, by looking at your previous film, and asking yourself, how can I do better? So the way forward is just learn it yourself. You can learn filmmaking by looking up courses online 
some for free, I might add, and some at low cost. So that will be my recommendation for you right now. So at the end of the day, as per one online commentator or one online responder who actually claims that the New York Film Academy is a trade school that accepts open enrollments. They do not have a selection process per se. They just are open admission. They'll just take anybody, whether they're passionate about filmmaking or not, whether they are interested in improving their craft or not, and whether or not they want to improve or not. But most importantly is the attitudes of the staff, as I've described in this episode. So at the end of the day, skip the New York Film Academy at all costs or give it a miss at all costs. Avoid at all costs. Now, I may be a graduate, I may be an alum, but understand this. The things that I did learn, I'm thankful for in the at the New York Film Academy, but the things that they did to me does trump the benefits. So, with that being said, I hope my rambling didn't put you off. And I do apologize if it did. So, thank you for listening. Now, until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page